we're just going to jump right into it. Hey, uh, it's Pete. Hey, it's Heather. Pete's uh, sister. We the bro and the sis. Um, yep, I'm back for for a seat in the chair here at Dream Warriors. Epis- Honorary Dream Warrior today. I love coming here. Episode 26. Because Oh, 26. Yeah. What are you going to do for your big, like, 30th? Uh, well, we did, I did a big intro for 25. Okay. That was, it was like my own 10 minute intro. All right. I don't know if you, you heard that. Um, but no, no, we are, we're going to be discussing trailers today. Yep. Um, we're going to talk, um, of course, the, the, there were teasers and, and then a new full length trailer that was released this week for The Last Jedi. I do just want to mention, um, since we're talking about action movies and new films, um, Fast and the Furious, uh, $104 million so far in the United States. Alone? Yes, I, in I, the U.S. alone. Was... It, it's opening in 41 markets across the world, including China. So globally, that number will completely triple by the end of Sunday night. But did you think, do, more or less, were you expecting it to debut high? I think, I well, think I'm shocked that it, uh, over $100 million. Well, I was skeptical of the advertising because I I thought I I'm I'm digging up the numbers right now as we speak. Breaking news! All right, yeah, domestic. Well, domestic. Um, the domestic until right now it's at forty six million. Okay, so uh, world, gunning world, for they're gunning for a hundred four million dollar U.S. Yeah, debut, world, which is freaking amazing considering this is the eighth movie in the <laughs> yeah. franchise uh worldwide it's at 240 combined wow. uh production budget 250 so crazy so they're they've already made back yep. their their money um the yeah uh mark and i discussed this on a couple different episodes where i was 50 50 on uh, and doubtful because i i thought i didn't really buy into the whole idea of Vin Diesel becoming villain. I, I didn't think they were really pushing that too well. Um, but where else can they go from here, right? Well, Somebody has to take a dark turn, darker turn. Well, they kind of already did that. So with, that he can with, come back in the next one and be with, a good guy. It's like wrestling. But they kind of did that with, with, with Lita already and um, Michelle Rodriguez's oh, character okay. where they she kind of went rogue, got killed, and then was, got, <laughs> got um, amnesia and then came back. Oh wait! Yeah, so that's that's her. Like, she they killed her off, they, I, but pre, then brought her back. Sure, in five, in phase five, she dies. She's nine and six. She comes back at seven. But she's not really dead. Well, she's just she, like she supposedly died. And then uh, what's her name? Uh, who's the girl that's married to Ryan Gosling? Oh, Ava Mendez. Ava Mendez is the one that finds her, and at the at okay. the post credit sequence of five, I'm pretty sure it was it was five or six. The post-credit sequence, she uh, throws a file on the Rock's desk because he's like hunting people down. He's like okay. Elliot Ness, okay. And he opens a file 
and it's her picture. Okay. It's still alive because they have these other pictures of her like walking around. It's not just like a mugshot. And um, yeah, that's and they they cut it at that point. Okay. So then I'm pretty sure like all of seven, they're they're like trying to find her and bring her back. Well, he, like Vin Diesel's with her, and he's like, "Don't you remember? This is where we like first kissed." And like they're, they're he's trying to like jog her memory be- between them driving uh-huh. cars through buildings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Like- no, forget about that time. You, you know, you jumped six skyscrapers in your Ferrari. Um, where did? Don't you remember we kissed here? Yeah. It's so funny. It's a, um, but no, so like the movie is going bonkers. But in talking about the trailer, like, I don't think that they highlighted enough that Charlize Theron, I mean, they really, really focused on Vin Diesel. Obviously, he's the star of the franchise now that Paul Walker's gone. But, um, well, they, they, but do you know that Helen Mirren's in it too? Yes. So, like, Wait, Hello? wait, Helen, Helen Mirren's in yes. Space 8? Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait. I, we Is just, she? I'm making sure. I don't think so. She's not. Oh, yeah, she is in here. Yeah. Like, um, maybe it's a smaller part, obviously, but, like, I would have loved uh, to have seen interesting. her pop up in the trailer. I love her. The, 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 the cast for this is just insane, though. Yeah. Kurt Russell, Jason Stratham. Everyone wants a piece of the of Fast because they know how much it makes at the box office. And well, it's just fun. It's it's a part. I think it's a part of like the Hollywood elite, the Hollywood pedigree. Uh, you know, like at one time, you know, when like everyone was in the, the Batman movies. Yeah. Like it was kind of like a rite of passage. Yeah. When you re- reach like Hollywood cult icon status, I would agree with that. You know, but this is a. Uh, it's such an interesting franchise. I'm happy it's it's making money because they say that they had up to 10 mapped out and this this would be the start of like the final trilogy because like it, it, um i don't know how familiar you, you are with with the eight movies they they kind of go in do you know i've only seen one okay so i've like, seen tokyo drift which has like basically nothing to do with any of the other no, ones no see so one two and three are are like standalone solo movies mm-hmm. and then they came everything back with with four okay so four was the one that that brought everyone back together, and then like, so four kind of like set the new stage, and then it's it, like you can kind of say like four, five, and six are one big block. Okay. They have overlapping like storylines yep. and themes and characters, but and then that's where they reveal that between six and seven, three takes place, because one of the characters that dies in three showed up in 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 five <laughs> five or six God. which is han he's like this this asian dude uh, so it's like the law and order of action movies yeah so when when they um so and the franchise shifted from being like a, a cultural cultural like commentary on la street racing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. streetcar culture yeah which is why the first movie is like still so interesting it shifted from that to becoming like a heist movie and then they shifted to they shifted into like a team heist movie, and now they're like they're like super agents now because Kurt Russell's character recruited them for his like black ops team. Okay. So now they're like agents. So now like Cherie, I think Sharice Theron's character runs like an agency that counters okay. Kurt Russell's agency somehow. So it's like Spy versus Spy, but yeah. in Face and Furious style. Yeah. But um, there's no other franchise that is eight movies deep that no that people that love. can still bring in this this kind of box office. Yeah. I mean, you had this, 
you have your horror movie franchises that continue to yeah. turn them out, but they not to this success. It's it's you know they're not the greatest written movies ever made, like storyline wise, no. but well, they're just fun. The um, I think that the landscape shifted a lot too because it was kind of like when you and I were growing up, it would be. There was always another Nightmare on Elm Street. There yep. was always another Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth, and then, like once those ran out, nothing really took it on film series wise. You only kind of had James Bond. The, yeah, the, and that's then Star like something Wars like came back in ninety seven, right? And by ninety nine, you had Episode One, right? And that became the real like series, and then like you had the Harry Potter movies. I would almost uh, put, yeah, the Harry the Potter rings. movies. But now you have like... But I would like, put the Mar- Marvel in with that. Well, yeah, so now now you have Marvel, Transformers, Face mm-hmm. and Furious. And Marvel is less because they do have standalone movies that are loosely connected. But they, they do weave it all together. But you can, you can watch some of the Marvel movies on their own. Yeah. Uh, Face and Furious you can also. But it, it still is like a linear storyline. Same as Transformers. Uh, I, I I I'm in a huge argument for the Transformer movies. Well, I, I feel we, like they 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 do a lot storyline wise. I people I really really enjoyed um, all the Transformers movies. They're the are, are you up to date? You've seen all I didn't. Four? I haven't seen the one with Mark Wahlberg. <sighs> so, but it's you only because I I have had no support. Like no one will watch it with me. Oh, I, <laughs> um, you know, but you, I loved like. Everyone hated Rosie Huntington Whitley in the third one with like Patrick Dempsey is the uh, film. I, I love that her. movie. Yeah. Um, was Dark of the Moon was the second one? D- Dark of the Moon is the third it's one. The third second one, one is, is Revenge of the Fallen. I think and maybe that, Revenge of the Fallen is probably my least favorite yeah. of the four. Well, the one thing to consider with that is that movie was hit by the writer's strike. So they that uh, as far as I remember that was like a one half of a script. Okay. They, they had like a, almost like an outline when that they started sense. that movie. So it's a miracle that it got as far and it was as long as it was because I think it's like two hours and fifteen minutes. It's over two hours long. They got a two hour movie with with all the special effects and yeah. all of that and with kind of like no writers on on crew yeah. on stay for they they might have been employing they probably people, were writing like, it the as union. they went along which yeah. is hard to do when you are relying on a movie yeah. that is so um much about you know the special effects you really have to yeah have well to have a, a lot worked of it out is, ahead of time yeah the special effects are a but, year or two but i gotta say ahead that of, of shoot sometimes this i just watched the trailer for the last night Yes. And yeah, we were watching trailers. Yeah, we were watching we trailers. Um, doing some research. So I'm all about anything Mark Wahlberg. Um, I just he continues to amaze me. He's his savvy for picking scripts yeah. these these days in his career. Nobody went to see Patriots Day. He was so good in that movie. Yeah. Like, it came out at a, just a weird time where it was going to miss all of the award season and everything. Mostly when, when, unless it's an Oscar contender, when a movie studio puts a film out in January or February, it's their crap movies. Well, you know, a, a lot of people say that. I don't know if there's, I would love to get a statistic. If we get movies released in January, it happens and, in the music see, industry. So I would imagine it happens in the film industry yeah. too, like where, if, if where they drop their projects in in yeah. the first of the year because 
fourth quarter for movies and for music is the most profitable. That's why yeah. people wait and you can get in for you yeah. know consideration well, for th- awards. But I think a lot of con- consumerism is fourth quarter. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. they know. Yeah, it, it, as people are geared up to to spend money, they save money to to spend in in fourth quarter. But it looks like in in the last night, it's like Transformers Medieval Times meets like Transformers Now. Yeah. Um, so it's like the Crusades <laughs> Transformers meets now. Yeah. It looks like my guy Bumblebee might bite the dust, yeah, and I could cry. Like they, I they could cry over him. that. Like uh, who cries over a Transformer? Yeah. But I probably but Optimus could. Optimus might kill him. I know. And they, um, and they supposedly, I'm pretty sure they they greenlit the Bumblebee solo movie. All right, so but maybe he makes it through, or no, it's a prequel, or something. They said they already said it's a prequel. They already okay. said it takes place before. So which, which I'm so sick of. This is what's funny to me when. You know, we're watching this trailer and there's like a lot of emotion with the Transformers in this one. And I know that they have to like humanize these robots and give them like identities and things like that. But it is just so fun. Like I would almost rather they be like Maximum Overdrive where they're just like completely void of any like human emotion. But it just... it has to be that way, but yeah. it just always makes me laugh when you see these uh, Optimus try, Prime yeah. is like well, weighing like the right and the wrong. Yeah, and that that's where it becomes silly. But that's where the, the but geeks, it has to be that way. But that's where like uh, the crybaby geeks will go on and on about uh, less humans, more Transformers, and and they 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 get closer to like more stuff with the Transformers. Like in every single movie, they kind of do more like more stuff with them. But but like the geeks kind of don't understand that that you 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 need something for them to play off of because a robot seems silly showing emotion. Like how far but, can but like they, how how far of a range does Optimus Prime really have? Period. Well, other than defending Earth against evil. But he's they're all written that way. Some yeah. of them cry. They're, some of them get angry. It's like so funny to me. It has to yeah. be that way. But but, but it I cracks think, me up. But I think they balance it. Oh, we have a visitor. Oh, hey, Bubba. Uh, I'm sure that I'm sure the mic picked up on that. Here we Hi, go. Hi, Bubba. Man, he isn't he big? Please don't scratch me because I love you so much. You should just let me pet you all the time. Dallas Are is here. Come on yeah. up, Bubba. Can you come see me? He's he's just smelling around. Should, what do you think about the Transformers? I wish you could talk. Yeah, I wish you could talk. We don't want him talking. Mm. The things that he's seen. He, oh, geez, that's yeah, probably like... true in this place. There's no walls. Oh, the the uh, the stuff that Dallas has witnessed. You would be proud of him. But uh, yeah, so Transformers. I'm excited for. Maybe we'll we'll do a Transformers uh, Age of Extinction night. Watch. So, so in my in, in my view, the more the Transformers movies have matured, you go, yeah, you're fine, you're in a coaster, um, is that they've they've developed real underlining themes in some of these movies. And Age of Extinction, believe it or not, is a commentary on why you do not get rid of the military, why you build okay. up defense. Okay, like major point number one. Major point number two is abortion is evil. Those those are the underlining tones of Age of Extinction. For real? Hundred uh, percent. And number three, you can side note two would be um, the you do not halt progress, meaning that uh, you let private companies do what they want because of the the technology progress that will emerge from an environment like that. 
All right, that's a little too deep for me. I really just yeah. kind of want to see robots blow each other up. It's, so... It has plenty of that. Um, and it kind of also has uh, the the uh, Mega, Megatron, the evil guy. Okay. Kind um, of, he's dead at the end of the third one. So they have his head and they, they, they reverse engineer from his head. But guess what happens? The soul, the soul of Megatron emerges through the reverse engineering. Meaning that, uh, you know, there is there is a irrefutable soul to the body that will always be there and always emerge. So it's, it's some of a, of a major point of that, too. Who is he, L. Ron Hubbard? Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're just talking big, <laughs> big transforming robots. <laughs> but maybe, no, that, maybe that's who L. Ron Hubbard is but, now. But I think, I think a, lot of, a lot of times when movies are um, very creative on their... On the, on like the way how they show off these ideas and 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 kind of teach you that you do not take away the military you do want defense uh when they do that creatively uh that's why they that is why they resonate transformers doesn't resonate because of bumblebee or no you're right they, they resonate from these real underlining tones yeah. like, that kind of hit larger on a like social cultural way and and uh, like i'll tell you like it doesn't come flat out and say like abortion is evil but this and that but it makes it does make a statement hmm. i'll be curious to see yeah. what, see it then but um yeah so we're we have a we're supposed to be talking about personal stuff we got right into the i wanted, I wanted to change up the dream warriors format it's personal stuff like what no no i, oh, no, I want to talk i want to talk I about i just mean like like our day-to-day not um oh. like personal stuff oh yeah I just I don't know what you're. <laughs> I don't know. You're like I just I would I yeah. wanted this to be more personal. Yeah, I thought I thought I, I thought we would do like okay. kind of, but but we're kind of twenty minutes in, and uh, it's all right. We'll just jump right to the the big trailer. Well, can I, I? I just have to tell you, I am super excited for this Thor movie. I've never seen uh, a single yeah, one. Talk. Just really, really quick, just because. Oh my gosh, I can't even stand Kate Blanchett. Cannot stand her, but she looks like a badass in this yeah. movie. Um, so I'm all about seeing her turn into like a wicked superhero. Yeah, I'm super excited that Thor cuts his hair. I yeah. thought that he would die if that happened. Um, I am totally on the Tom Hiddleston like train now. It's not because he dated Taylor Swift, which is a good enough reason oh, for did me. He? Oh yeah, Loki dated. Oh my gosh, he was walking around her her isn't, isn't he her compound in I heart, I heart T Swift boxer shorts. It was like wacky, it's, but um, but that's all. I there. don't care if but, he's too old for her, but I. But that's their social media marketing. I know genius. you're probably right, but yeah. I um he was in a mini series with Hugh Laurie on AMC called The Night Manager, oh, okay. and it was an eight part mini series. Really, really intense and i saw him different than loki because that's the only thing i had ever seen him yeah. in was the avengers movies so i'm all about him it looks like they're having some fun with the um dialogue and it's it looks like it's a little more tongue-in-cheek and not taking like the thorness so seriously yeah. so i might go back and watch a couple of thor movies but i'm definitely gonna see this new one yeah the, the first one i i love the first one second one is the only reason i didn't see it is because i'm not a fan of natalie portman yeah, a lot of people have said probably that hardly me. in it. Yeah, um, Thor Two: The Dark World is largely considered the worst of all the Marvel movies. The I didn't. That doesn't yeah. even ring a bell to me. Yeah, and is that the second one or the yeah, third one? Second one. Oh. Yeah, the third one is Ragnarok. Second one, the uh, first one is is self titled. Um, and you know he's also made appearances in 
the Avenger movie, so you know, like you, you can kind of argue. Uh, his he has the, there's there's the idea that Thor Ragnarok is going to be the setup more for Avengers Infinity War more than okay. more, more than Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, since Thanos is featured in Guardians of, of the Galaxy and they have his two daughters in Guardians, however, they've kind of already said that there's no connection with Guardians and what's coming forward. So it kind of seems like Thor Ragnarok is a little bit more cosmic. So, you know, we're just... I am, um, speaking of Garli- Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, I really wish that Groots were real. Little ones, yeah. little baby ones, believe, miniature Groots. I can't believe, Sh- I'm still surprised I know. Sean he won't, he, he is just, not in, involved with that movie. I, not into it. I didn't want to watch it, and I don't know what happened. I wound up on the couch, and I wasn't feeling well, and the remote was too far away, and HBO was already on, and it was like the movie that they were premiering. Yeah. I was like, let me like watch five minutes of it. I like everybody that's in it. Um, And I wound up watching the whole thing, and freaking loved it and then so i talked it all up and i said the next time look i already watched it but the next time you're scrolling across the tv if 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 i'm not here and you see that it's on so he watched it and he's like i don't get it i was like how can you love star wars and all of these avengers movies and not it was so funny and so like yeah little dirty with the jokes and everything i I don't know know. it's i think um I've, i've had more than one person that recently seen star wars uh, wasn't familiar with Guardians, so I was kind of been around them, so kind of see them watch Star Wars for the first time and then see Guardians, and everyone kind of says like, um, like midway through Guardians that it's they enjoy more than Star Wars. It's just like I, I've, it's very I've, colorful. I've that a lot, yeah, yeah, it's and really it's, colorful. It's self-aware. It's funny. It's silly. It just is. It's a good. It's a know? good ride. Like it's and, not. I don't know. It's and not. Sometimes think, you need some of those. I think it has real strong characters. It's. Like, I think it probably reminded me of a less intense version of like the Fifth Element. It's just very yeah. colorful, really fun characters, goofy people, and it's just they still manage to save the world. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, do you know who Kurt Russell is in the uh, in two? Kurt, Kurt Russell plays Ego. He is. So I guess. So I guess because Ego is connected to Fantastic Four. They Fox owned the rights for this character named Ego. Ego is uh, known as the Living Planet. He's like a planet, okay, with an old man's face, face on it, okay. And you know, it's it's all like rocky and stuff. It's not just like a floating face on the planet. And there was a um, a character swap. So the 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 young girl in Deadpool, they were able to use Nagasonic teenage warhead in deadpool okay if the marvel side was able to use ego oh okay kurt russell is the human form of ego the living planet that is star lord's father okay gotcha so kurt russell is star lord's father i think something just occurred to me why guardians is so fun is because it is like star wars verse meets space balls it's the campiness of of like the parrot yeah, versus like the, the real actual like yeah, yeah that maybe that's why but but yeah yeah obviously we're saving the best for last and that is the fully released trailer for Star Wars Episode Eight, eight? the last the last Jedi Jedi um already the one you, thing you that intrigues me the most are the 
X-wing fighters that are blowing red dust across the desert. I don't know what that is all about, oh, but that looks super cool. Okay, so some of the the takeaway from that, and and this is just me. I'm repeating what other people have already said. So those are they look like that. They're scrap ships. They're not X-wing fighters. It's okay. a, it's a new ship. We okay. haven't seen them before. They look X-wingy or mm-hmm. whatever, but they kind of look scrappy too. They're laying down a cover or a smoke screen, something, and in the horizon that they're flying towards is like a whole array of adats. Yeah, right. I know. So, so it's definitely it's just more. And you know what it is? A lot of people knocked Rogue One for using the adat design, but they weren't adats in Rogue One. They were cargo transports. Yeah, so they were like, slightly different. Like that. Yeah, and they weren't armed, and they right. had the, they were hollowed out, and you can see like the cargo inside some yeah. of those. So a lot of people were like, oh, that's just pandering and this and that. But at the end of the day, uh, everyone loves the AT-AT. They love that vehicle. It just they love it. looks yeah. mean. And like, <laughs> it, it doesn't just, look like something you can take down. Mm-hmm. So when you see one get taken down, and it's kind of weird yeah. because they look like ele- they look like um, like robot elephants in a way. Yeah, they're just, they're like, they're 80s. Robots. And they move so slow because yeah. it takes like a hundred years for them to so pick up one the, foot and there's smash this, it on the There's this other tidbit. If Norm was here, Norm might be fully on top of it. There was this other tidbit that they're saying that there was like this new AT-AT in episode 8, okay. which is gorilla-shaped. Gorilla-shaped AT-AT. And I don't know what the heck that would even mean. If it would... So he, so move like a what's gorilla? the one? What's the one that looks like the Adat and has the guns in the front, but has two legs? That's from the, Return of the, the Jedi. ATST. So All imagine if that transport. had sort of like legs in the front yeah. too. Then know. maybe it would take on it, more of a gorilla look. But I think this one will have more design work to it, where they just wanted to get people back into Star Wars with Episode Seven, so they just used everything familiar, and now this one it looks like that they're. They're designing and using more of the artist pool. Well, what in, I in this one. what I've what that reminds me of is a lot of Empire Strikes Back, where you've got you know this loftiness of Cloud City and this beautiful place with you know these orange clouds yeah. and these great colors, but then you've got Luke down in the very organic, like he's in the swamp with Yoda. It's right. very like grounded, and so this, I mean, obviously an enormous part of yeah. the movie is Ray's training. It, on a mountainside with, yeah, with I th- Luke Skywalker. I, I think this is a setup, same way that Empire was a setup for loose conflict with Vader. 100%. So this seems to be, I don't know if it's a setup what the conflict is, to to be honest. I, I, think, because you I think we'll find that out. Because you don't know, well, like maybe, because it's hard to know if Luke is Jedi or Sith still. You think he could turn? Well, he says, like, the age of the Jedi is over Needs or whatever end. at the end. So that could allude to, like, Rey becoming something else. Yeah. And the Jedis really are done. Mm-hmm. That maybe Luke's not a Jedi anymore. Maybe he's the last Jedi or whatever. Yeah. Okay. My, my, and, my question to you is, though, do you think they will reveal at the end of this movie what I suspect is that Luke is Rey's father? I don't. I think, Will we get in? I am your I, father line at yeah. the end of this movie. <laughs> I think um, I'm pretty sure they already came out and said that you haven't seen Ray's parents yet. Okay. So, uh, but at the same time, I don't like 
I don't really don't see them. They seem to be one step ahead, like with what they're doing. Yeah. And, and I I don't see them doing that. I just see. Okay. It would be too predictable, I guess. But yeah, the fans but, would love it. But some of the original, like I guess, conversation and leaks was that Ray is a re- reincarnation of the first wielder of the Force, and the movie poster has her in um, the shape of what's known as the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And that's the symbol that she touches in the trailer. Oh from, yeah, yeah, from yeah. The book. So I don't know. I mean, it, like, there's something. I, I think I think all of that's going to be revealed. But I think the real story for this is that the 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 first order or the empire is going to totally destroy the rebels or the alliance. Yeah. Further, because they took them all out in Episode Seven, right? They um. They they blow up all their planets, and in this one you see uh, Poe Dameron's X-wing fighter get nuked. Right. And so that means they're attacking the base you see right. in Episode Seven. I wonder if that's how so they're going to they write take it out. Carrie Fisher out of this. She's going to get blown up at the base. God, I hope so. <laughs> Dude, her, her. You were like, I told you, I said, I, I think it's pretty much all but confirmed that she's written out of nine, and I, you were like, ah, who cares? I just, I, I, I thought she, I would have liked her to have died so much more in seven than than Han Solo, because Harrison Ford still had it. She, her in no way, her mouth alone in in Episode Seven, like, and I understand. They they do amazing things with these special effects. You're just tired of they, looking at they it. They reincarnate people for Rogue One, and and they have Carrie <laughs> Fisher there, but like the worst plastic surgery, beat up from co- a life of cocaine, like, yeah, like heart exploding. Yep. There were so many drugs in, yep. in in her life, and I get it. It's sad, but at the same time, I don't care. Good riddance. Like you you have to treat your life as as a gift. I know things happen. But that girl from her early teenage years did nothing but abuse the hell out of her body. I know, body. you're right. And, and, I mean, and there was just a side of me that is just like... She was what? It's sad. 63 when she died? I think, so, yeah. Something like that. Then I her, mean, she, her, but her, she her looked so much died, older than that. She did. She looked like 45 miles of bad road. Yeah. Okay. Um... But so, like, I don't, like I'm fine. Uh, Star Wars does not need Princess Leia. They're, they're establishing Star Wars already with between Rogue One and all the new characters, like Rafe and Poe Dameron. And we're, we're actually getting a new character in this movie. Um, this comes from Variety. It says, meet Rose, the biggest new part in Star Wars, yeah. The Last Jedi. Well, this... Fans were introduced Friday to the only major new character in the Star Wars franchise, Rose. The newcomer, portrayed by actress Kelly Marie Tran, was introduced at the Star Wars Last Jedi panel um, in Orlando, Florida. Last week, she's got the biggest new part in the movie and ironically is played by the smallest actor. The Asian girl, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So She's part of the resistance and works in maintenance. Yeah. Can't wait for you to meet her. So here's the funny thing. But Benicio Del Toro Mm -hmm. has a confirmed role. Okay. And I believe so does Kate Blanchard. No, no, Laura Dern. Laura Dern is in episode eight. Hmm, let's see. Um, like, and I guess this is her biggest movie since Jurassic Park, right? <laughs> she, d- 
Like, well, what was the next? Yeah. What was the latest blockbuster? Laura Dern. Was no, that? she she just doesn't do things like that. Yeah. She played Reese Witherspoon's mom in Wild, and she was just part of this oh, big yeah. lit Big Little Lies that did so well oh, yeah, on HBO yeah. with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon, yes, and yeah. so that just got renewed for a second season. But um, yeah, but that's just not a, her bag. Like, yeah, but, I don't know what to tell you. No, well, she's she's just a career actress, always great, and yeah. So there's new characters. Uh, Tom Hardy. Is confirmed. Oh, he might be. Maybe he's a stormtrooper. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, you know who was the. Do you know who? Um. Laura Dern hasn't. There is no determined role for her yeah, yet, but she's know. on the cast. Well, do you know who? Uh, who the stormtrooper was that let Ray out in Episode Seven? You know when she's like. Yeah, it was, I don't remember. It was somebody who was it. Daniel Craig. Daniel. That's Craig. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Which is cool. So. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, Benicio the, Del Toro, not credited yet. Is it? I just love him so much. Oh my gosh, our guy from Willow, Warwick Davis. Yeah, he's in every Star Wars movie. He's a part of the uh, tradition. Is he Wicket? No, they, they whatever, they, like, he was, like, one of the midget guys in Rogue One. Little people. Like, they'll just give midget aliens to Little him. people! And uh, was Oh, he, am I being... Was he, um... Am I being too much Donald Trump? What's the pig... What's the pig snout? Guys with the tusks from uh, Snaggletooth. He was one of them. Yeah, but I for, they have um, real names now. I forget their real names. Uh, I don't remember. Like, they were ugly as well, sin. Well, like we grew up with Hammerhead. The guys not even called Hammerhead anymore. Okay. So <laughs> they have names. You mean they're not just like yeah. Okay. Well, you know, like in in Rogue One, they bump into Walrus Man mm-hmm. and, and his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not like. Well, like the, Greedo like, had a like, name. Like, he was something, I'm sure, but Greedo had a name. Well, growing up, he was Greedo, but now, like even Walrus Man from Rogue One, he's like a doctor. Like the one of those two guys is like Doctor something, and I'm like, I don't need to know that. <laughs> I don't need to. Like, jeez. So, have you been watching anything on Netflix? Um. No, okay. I just I just finished up Homeland. Billions is going to be ending soon. Um, House of Cards is coming back, so I'll jump on that. I do oh, want to see when those House of Cards return. Um, within the month, like May. Really? Yeah. Um, I want to see this Thirteen Reasons Why, the one that was produced by Selena Gomez. It was a book. Um, uh, it's oh, the, the HBO series. They had no. It's on Netflix. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Is that is it on now? Or uh-huh. is it coming? Okay. Yeah, it just finished the first oh, maybe first I'll season. Check it out. Um I think the storyline starts with like a, a teenage girl that commits suicide because she was bullied at school. Oh, I saw you know um, what? I saw that no interest. Okay. No I'm sorry. All right. No no freaking well, interest. I think it's like eight episodes, so I'll watch it. You it's know, a lot of people that listen to you know my what? radio station are watching it and like you have to see, yeah, you have to see I, it so I will, I will tell you real quick my my position because as you know I was uh I'm not uh I was yeah I was bullied yeah well not bullied maybe teased or whatever oh no I, I beat a couple yeah. kids off of you with so, sticks because so, so the thing is though so th- this is the one point of that that people will not address so every time now there's a kid that commits suicide from bullying it makes the news it goes everywhere it travels travels like fire. So as a as a um, reverb from that, you have these nonprofits, you have these schools, you have these districts now come in and they do these like stop bullying programs. Okay, which I guess are like the most ineffective programs ever. 
right? Because people are still they don't shooting at schools, obviously. Well, there's different case by case. There's different reasons. So there's only been a handful of students shooting up schools. But no, no. I mean, like they don't stop bullying. None of these programs stop. These kids now know that if they commit suicide and say it's bullying, I'm not saying some of it's not true, but they get a huge amount of attention and sympathy from it. And if there's anything that correlates to spike for that, it that's your thing. So they magnify people committing suicide for, through bullying. They normalized it, and now people like kids are just willing to do it, which is which is that's you, the real. You problem. think it promotes suicide? I hundred percent think it wow. promotes. Wow. Okay. Well, here's the actual premise. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's follow, <laughs> let's let's get back to thirteen to reasons why ways to use your Netflix membership follows teenager Clay Jensen and his in his quest to uncover the story behind his classmate and crush Hannah and her decision to end her life. So maybe it's a little deeper yeah. than just that she was bullied. But I will, um, I, I will say this: look, getting bullied hardens the shit out of you. Okay. But it doesn't make it right, and it's. The, but the world's not. How, it's how you raise your it's, your it's, kids. It's it starts a, in the home, no, you know. It's, it's sometimes you bully people, you don't even realize it. Sometimes yeah. you don't. Okay, kids are kids. Um, you know, life goes on. The world's not fair. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, You're right. Like, no, the world isn't like, fair. Like you kind of have to get get tough sometimes. I don't think that's our culture anymore. I think it's it's just a culture of wimps. This thing, I get it, it could be an, an amazing story, but that's kind of why, I, just off of premise alone, I don't have any, any interest in it. Because I even think the conversation about a show like that promotes it. I think yeah. I think someone's like right now saying, hey, I can live stream my suicide and make all these people feel sorry. Oh, which, which they do. Which happens. Well, maybe like, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't because yeah. well, I don't it looks like something. <laughs> no, wait. Well, it, it it looks like something that's gonna make me cry. And the reason why okay. I, I didn't watch This Is Us, which obviously was the big oh, network debut this? with um, Milo Ventimiglia and, and Mandy Moore. He's oh. one of three triplets, and yeah. it's their lives as they were kids. It flashes How's she forward to nowadays? Mandy Moore. Yeah. She's looking beautiful. She no, she looks beautiful. I just don't like her with dark hair, and I think she needs uh, a new stylist. She always has, yeah. but she chooses wrong on the red carpet every time. But people oh. were crazy. <laughs> this was the. I'm being so superficial, but <laughs> she, she got on, nominated for a Golden Globe. She, apparently, she did really good work on this show. Everyone loved it. It was like the breakout, you know, debut for a network. Like she's this she, season. She's on Heather's shit list. Um, I. <laughs> But she's like six feet tall, by the way. She's taller than you are. Is she really? She's like a freaking giant. She belongs with the orcs. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you that. I followed uh, Doce Cabana. There's one of my favorite accounts on Instagram. Okay. Just hire them. They're so fucking cool. They are, but I love sometimes them. they say the wrong things too. I don't care. But that's okay. Um, Dolce, just just go out and Dolce. Average Go out wise, and Dolce. There you go, you Mandy will, Moore. You will you'll come out on top. I'll tweet on her average. later. Try uh, some Dolce, but yeah, so um, but I didn't watch. No, 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 because oh, everyone's okay. like, at the end of every episode, all I see all over Facebook and Twitter is I'm in tears again. Yeah, well, I don't want to do that to myself. I don't want to cry at TV. That's why I watch reality TV. I cry in a in a bad in a good way. Yeah. Um, but no, I I just and Thirteen Reasons Why seems like like I'm all into these TV series that where America is just effed. Every uh, president. Like Homeland, 
whoever's in the Oval Office is screwing us. Designated survivor Kiefer Sutherland is like the only person that's going to save us from the end of the world. Kevin Spacey is a whack job on House of Cards. So it's like the whole universe is screwed if you listen to TV. Yeah, but that's again too like it's... that's what drives drama. But that, those are the shows I'm yeah, into right the, now. The one I just got into, I just cleared out all four seasons. And it's because, I don't know, I've been in like a, a new production mood recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just of, uh, like pushing things, like even the stuff we're doing with Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like pushing things, pushing things. And I decided to put on AMC's Halt and Catch Fire. <sighs> which is their computer Computer. It's basically oh, yeah, 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 a yeah. computer entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the first season captured me so much because it, it essentially is the creation of Compaq, Compaq computers. Uh huh. And it's they're pretty accurate with with what those guys did to to make that company happen. And I thought the entire show was going to hmm. be about Compaq. It ships the second. It ships in the second year, and it it completely fabricates the idea that they were like. This has been on for four seasons. Yeah, the the season four is the final season. It premiered in twenty fourteen. Yeah. So so here here's what they do. So they they fictionalize the creation of compact computer. Uh huh. And then those people. So they kind of they do it for the sake of the story, but then they show you like the creation of like online e commerce and chat rooms. And online gaming and where that might have come from. And then um, the newest season ended. Uh, you get into more of the birth of venture capitalists. VCs. Okay. okay. And then you get into um, the creation of a web browser. And that's, that's And that was like the end. That was like the cliffhanger for season three. Is that they just start programming hypertext. Which becomes. Weird. Hyper, like, you know, HTML. Huh. Okay, so and but at the same time, there, there's like drama in these people being lean, small companies, screwing each other over, effing each other, getting divorced, getting back together, mm-hmm. uh, complex relationships along the way. The 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 main guy that's in, I don't know his name. But, but, I don't recognize anybody but, that's in it. That's but he, funny. But he comes in like a Steve Jobs, and then he he like the first three seasons are like. The first three phases of Steve Jobs' career. Joe McMillan or Gordon Clark? Yeah, Joe Joe McMillan. His name's Lee Pace. That dude is such a good actor. He is so awesomely convincing. He was in Guardians. Was he? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's Ronan? He's, he's. Yo. He's Throndwheel in The Hobbits. No way. Okay, I had no idea who that guy was. He's Ronan. I I, I see it now with, with, with his voice. He's in some movie called... Robot Chicken. <laughs> that could Which, be. How do you not well, watch that? Movie or TV show? Robot Chicken's a Seth Green. It's, I don't know. Robot Chicken. Okay, that might be the TV show. Maybe he did voices for the TV show. But that's. that's he's a, in All the Hobbits. He's in Twilight Breaking Dawn. He was in Lincoln. I had no idea. Evidently, he's been around for a I, while. I, I don't know. I love him in that show. I love him in that role. And in the uh, third season. Oh, oh, they also go through the creation of uh, malware, like antivirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he essentially becomes like Bill McAfee. And uh, if you know, like, so, yeah. so Bill McAfee became one of those like super crazy eccentric, uh, kind of losing all your money billionaires yeah. or millionaires. He, McAfee had a, a fortune of 100 million at one time. Right now, it's speculated that he's at 4 million. <laughs> So it goes from 100 to 4. Oh, gosh. And some of it is financial. It's 08, 09 financial yeah, yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah. 
money bottomed out. Money, you know, became like worthless. Still is. But uh, so that's that's what Halt and Catch Fire does. It dramatizes these things. The same people were not connected to all of these things, but it goes through like where the thought process is and 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 and, and how how one idea like a lot of times um people don't realize like um like Picasso or um uh, like there there's a lot of the apps or the um what's what's the one photo app that everyone used at one time. Uh, the photo storage. Flickr? Yeah, Flickr. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Flickr originally was like a video game. Yeah. And and the developers within the video game, they were like, hey, like, shouldn't we have like a community and chat? So they put that in and were like, well, let's have people be able to upload and exchange pictures. And that and that part of that of the game was so well done, it became Flickr. Like, you know, and, and that's what the show kind of does. It kind of shows you like how how it starts and then like these different ideas splinter off from like sometimes what the origin is it sounds like it like it, i could kind of really get into like binge watching it which is why i'm excited it's already been on for four seasons because yeah. i can just like I, it's are it's, you watching silicon valley no i I, I hate hbo anymore i hate it it's so left wing i know it's all preachy. Uh, there's I, there's I, another I, um I, I will stay up to speed on game of thrones even though i'm 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 um uh a season back on GOT. Yeah. The only um series really I'm like starting to get into, I've only seen two episodes on Netflix, is called Peaky Blinders. Oh, with yeah. Cillian Murphy and Tom yeah. Hardy. It's that's, like a gangster a family from England in like yeah. the in, in the nineteen in the teens. Yeah. yeah, so that's kinda uh, but it, it's it's a little dark and it's filmed very Yeah rainy and dark and it's just do, like you got to watch it during the daytime do, or else i fall asleep yeah do you, do you remember when anything period involving serialized like television like any period television show ever just sucked like it looked awful everything looked like it came from pbs it, yeah and now it's like like peaky blinders even though like it's really dark uh-huh it's, I think it's like meant to be filmed very film, gray it's film quality though like house of cards yeah. is so sleek and glossy yep. it just looks yeah. beautiful that's what i'm saying like it's so, i almost I love it where things are right now yeah though. network tv is putting out some of the crappiest yeah and like it's and it's amazon su- it's hulu it's yeah. it's netflix it's I, I hate to say this. Stars is about to bring out a series called The White Princess, which oh, is which that. is uh, an offshoot of The White Queen, which I thought was such an underrated series. I was yeah. so into that. And think of what Showtime did with the Tudors, how gorgeous that looked, like when they filmed all yeah. that. But um, yeah, and even like again, like the the Queen. Yeah. No, not the Queen. What is it called? The Crown. The Crown. Yes. Yeah. On on Netflix is. Yeah, yeah and that was is, that's still going, right? Is um, that over? It comes back in September. Yeah. yeah. I'm just excited about House, House of Cards. I know. I, I can't wait to see where it goes from that. here because the well, two of them are batshit crazy. Yeah. Well, they and they obviously ran out of the next steps for that show because this season, it was, I thought the obvious move was going to be like you were going to see it through the election mm-hmm, and they're still mm-hmm. not even there yet. Nope. So that's this, uh, like, that's going to be this whole and, season. And they kind of like slowed it down because between him going from like the house to the presidency, it was like one, two, three. Yep. Like, yes, it boom, did. Boom, boom, boom. And then it was like. I know. He, like, he took they, out they everyone that was in his way. <laughs> right. In just a couple episodes, like the house of you cards came falling down. But um, sh- uh, the funny thing is, is that the, the woman who's the head of the national security team. 
Yes, um, the the blonde haired girl. No, uh, no, the um, dark hair, a little older. She looks a little bit like okay. Alice and Janney. All right. Um, she wound up being the president this season on Homeland. So uh, she's like already in the White House on. <laughs> yeah, I think she's headed in that direction. Probably yeah. going to be his VP. Like, do, do, like, do you do you like it that? Um, I don't like, know. Like, like kind of like these influencers, like the people that influence culture, mostly like Hollywood. Like, so a year and a half ago, like just con- considering production time, like mm-hmm. writers' mm-hmm. room scripts, mm-hmm. shooting. Yep. That they were like, we know we'll have a pr- a woman in the White House. Um, you can and definitely then, tell. And then from- everyone made moves. Yes. To compliment that. Madam President. Uh, what's yeah. the Madam Secretary on, on uh, oh, CBS it, with Taya Leone? That's still on TV? Yes. Congratulations. I know, right? <laughs> I know, for real. Um, Good for you, Taya Leone. And then, yes, it was very clear in Homeland that they had shot this season, prepared for Hillary Clinton yeah. to have won the election. But now it took a turn where it was all about trying to take her down. But yeah. that but she's now secretly really evil and working against the American yeah, people. Right. So, which, which is like I, that stuff could have been in there too because that's that's how they would be like, well, we're playing both sides or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, but at the same time, though, no, that's that's what's amusing to me about it. Where yeah. it's just like, holy shit! They like, were all probably sitting no there the one. night of the election, like, yeah. all right, we're gonna have to get back to the yeah, gonna, like, get back to the drawing like, board tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, could could you imagine? Like, like the showrunners and the writers' rooms of like emails going out, like at the election, like no, like, like at once, midnight, like midnight. Once, once they called it, like two thirty our time. Uh huh. Once you knew PA was lost. Yep. Like at that point, California's at eleven ish, right? Eleven yep. ish. Everyone gets these emails. Writers' room tomorrow. Tomorrow. Or even like right now. Yeah. We gotta figure out that we're we're five episodes deep. We got to figure out the next five to six episodes. So House of Cards would have caught that because they they had only just started. They were were in production. So they may may have caught it. But, you know, I don't. They seem to beat at their own drum. I do think House of Cards had it by design. I think that's why they had the, uh, like, they kind of, like, seemed like a slowdown in production, like the gap. Yeah. They wanted to see what was happening. Because House of Cards is, to me, so complimentary to the comic book version. And I don't know if it's comic book anymore. Because it seems like legit, but it really is like Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton. I know. Like, and people, and, and people are like, well, this and that. I was like, I don't know. Like, the, like, the one guy is is a couple of notches down from convicted rapist. Yep. And then, then you have, like, one of the Claire. worst acting secretaries ever with intel, like, not doing things. Nope. And kind of, like, corrupting the process as they're doing. Like, it really is. Uh, and like, she's working under this veil that she's a philanthropist, but really she's cutthroat, yeah. uh, power yeah. hungry. Like, uh, I can't wait. What, I'm so what, excited. What happened at the end of that? Is she still banging the writer guy? What happened no. with the writer nope. guy? No. He, he, How could she bang him? I don't know. But she's he so far above that guy. Was, I was so pissed about that. I, I just was like. <laughs> How could you bang the, the weird guy? Because look at Kevin's face. He compared to him. Like, hi. Yeah, but, but you know what type of women like? Men of power and men are well that, that, that it, have conviction and are congruent, it, and that's that's how the the, the um the, the reporter girl and it was kind of like an exchange but type she, thing. But Claire, you know, she ultimately chose, didn't she? She chose so. to. She could have stayed there with that guy because she ran off, right? Didn't tell anybody where she was going, yes. just like left and was oh, done. Yeah. She Francis needed her help, right. and ultimately she went back to help him. Yeah, I I like her with the photographer guy. 
Claire with the you know like the oh, artsy uh, photo- no wait 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 I'm oh, getting this confused getting yes you liked the the, the, photographer, ar- the photographer the artsy guy that's the one she ran away to be with yeah I don't know if she's still with this writer but I think but so she banged them though right but they made an times. arrangement right remember it ended where he was sitting in between the two of them so do you think they they bang him like they did the secret service guy I think they three way him there is not there's something there that alludes to the fact that there may be. Like an understanding where everyone's getting along great. It's good. It's good. I like it. I got it. What what show was it? There's something that just came on Netflix. What are you eating? That. that, What was it? Like, I watched, like, the last two episodes before. Oh, oh, Better Call Saul. Oh, I'm caught up. up on that. Yeah, so. I fell asleep on this last episode, on episode two. Oh, I missed episode two. Wait, of this season? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch it again because I was out. Yeah, so when that came up on Netflix, I was like, yeah. And so I watched the last two episodes of the previous season. That was good because that Homeland ended and then Better Call Saul started the next night. So, So, like, you know, a little bit of of my problem with Better Call Saul is that he's, like, we're, we're roughly. 22 hours into the origin tale mm-hmm, so to speak mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're 20, 22 hours and we don't have any soul yet and it doesn't look like it's coming like it like based on like his intro he's, and how you like it's coming his breaking bad first appearance i think to now i think it's gonna come at the end of this season because <sighs> gus is gus is getting into the mix that, yeah um and what's this los el polos what's i don't well, yeah los polos i don't Something yeah. Lost Polos. Somebody was at the gym the other day That's... and had a Lost Polos t-shirt and was all beat up and ragged. I was like, <laughs> he stunk and smelled. And I, I almost was like ready <laughs> to trade him my iPod for his t-shirt because I was so obsessed. I, wait, but, wait, um, what are you still doing with an iPod? <laughs> not a, whatever. I had my phone. My you know, I'm not giving up my, my, new rose, my new rose gold iPhone. I'm your, not giving that your up. Michael, but. My, so like a real quick fashion side note because – it's good for people to understand that uh, your brother isn't just my myopic in views on movies and comic books. That okay. I, I understand things. Would do you contribute the rise of the rose gold color to Mark Jacobs? Um. Well, or yeah. Michael Kors. I'm sorry, Michael Kors. Well, yeah, in a way because Didn't he started he create that. I thought he created that. He started a line of watches. It right. started with his rose gold watches. Correct. Yeah. And that went to the bags. It went to it, then it went to hardware on the bag. It really yeah. did start out as an accessories thing. Now it's actually morphed in it's what they're calling millennial pink. It's not rose gold. So this color right here is not technically rose gold. It's, it's called millennial pink. They, so it, you'll see, like, wait, ha- half of my well, wardrobe right now is, unfortunately, yeah. do, that color, do, just because. Do, do you think that that's a um, let's pr- protect ourselves move? Um, meaning that if Apple calls it millennial pink, no one can say, hey, we, we have rights to rose no, that's, gold? I, no, I don't. I like, don't do, do you think it's a trademark or copyright? The millennial pink is what has. That's fascinating. That is what Pantone. Pink came up with that color so you know pantone releases it's it's colors for the year millennial pink is one of them so one of the institutions caved i love it um real real quick though this this rapid fire uh, this is we kind of went all over the place sorry no it's a great (laughs) no i think we had a great hour i i got insanely hungry since we've been starting yeah but guess what i have to leave to pick mom up in five minutes Oh, you do? Yep. Okay. So you're eating on your own, and I'm taking oh, a handful right. of um, goldfish. 
Well, I can maybe I can I got things that, <laughs> I got things that 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 you can take. I, oh, will, I feel so bad. No, I'm um, all good because I'm on. I, well, I'm not what, eating anymore. What, 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 what are you doing with her? You taking her back home? Um, we're dropping her friend off in Haddonfield. I'm dropping them off oh. at home, and then I'm gonna. I was gonna say you drive just, back to Atlanta City. I was gonna say you can drive her back here. I mean, we we will go out for our dinner, but oh, not a big deal. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. We'll say goodbye. Yeah, remind people to um, subscribe, to share it with your friends. If you like the Dream Warriors podcast, give it a good rating. There you go. Um, Rate, subscribe. All that. Yeah, I will say this. Social media interaction is is low, but that's fine. But... like everything else seems to be trending up though. Like downloads. You never know who, who's going to find you. Yeah. Somebody so, could just be searching iTunes or TuneIn Radio looking for something talking about Transformers and Star Wars. Yes. And here we are. And also, I will say that the uh, thumbnail for this is um, it's going to be a new design. Okay, cool. So we're going to have different design thumbnails. Um, I wanted to change things up after 25. I thought 25 was, was the training wheel, so to speak. Cool. And uh, yeah, we'll be moving forward. But. I okay. Guess. Goodbye. Next podcast, you are not letting me get out of the conversation without explaining it to me movies that I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. So, so do what are the ones off the top of your head? Arrival. Um, Arrival. Inception. Inception. The Matrix. Matrix. Two thousand and one. No. Event no? Horizon. Uh, Event Horizon. Things like that. Okay. Well. Oh, Interstellar. Oh, okay. No, oh, yeah, I was yeah, just I was just watching that last night with, with Christopher Nolan. It. If he doesn't make a Batman movie, I can't understand it. That's <laughs> <Yeah, sure. laughs> true. Well, I, I, I'm, I, I am I'm flabber, flabbergasted when Dunkirk got the PG-13 rating and not R. Oh, yeah. And you have a, war, like you have yeah. a, a gritty guy making a gritty war movie. Yeah. So, so probably gritty. That gets a PG-13. So now I'm like, what's this movie really about? Mm, and now I'm, Maybe they're just cursing I'm less. I'm kind of concerned. But all right. Dream Warrior signing off. Goodbye.